welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Molly. Molly, I've got some bad news for you today. On this day that we are recording, uh, according to the New York Times and probably every other major newspaper out there, February unemployment rates are out and it has reached another high, 8.1%. And that is not growth that we like. Oof. Things are looking grim out there. So I got to ask you, has your spending changed to reflect this recession? You know, people are trying to pinch pennies, ride the wave. What are you doing? Well, I have to admit, I haven't been in, in a shopping mall since Christmas. Okay. Um, probably no more Starbucks. Good one. Once my gift card runs out that I got for Christmas, um, less eating out altogether. Yeah, me too. I've been cooking a lot more rice. Best mm. Christmas present I got this year, rice cooker. It has saved my life. Mm, Kristen endorses rice cookers. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a free one. But Kristen, we're not the only ones cutting back. I saw in the Washington Times last week uh, that the big winner in the recession, be surprising to you, granny underwear. Really? Yes. Apparently, um, like myself, many women are not going to the mall and Victoria's Secret stock is way down. Mm-hmm. Women are scrimping on nice bras, nice panties and Hanes stock, which, you know, makes, you know, I don't want to point fingers at Hanes, but not as classy maybe as Victoria's Secret. You Their say stock that. is rising. A little more cotton. There's nothing wrong with cotton. <laughs> That's a discussion for another podcast. Indeed. But all over the market, you see trends where uh, department stores, boutique stores, their their earnings are way down. And stores like Ross, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, their stock is rising. Yeah. And even on the higher end, um, we had New York Fashion Week last week and um, I think Paris, Milan Fashion Week. I obviously am not the biggest fashionista, but a few stories caught my eye about, you know, people were trying to see if there were any signs of this, the recession on the runway. And there was definitely a lot more black and exaggerated lines, sort of this whole power silhouette of big shoulders, balloon sleeves, um, and not much risk-taking. Right. I think uh, it was Slate who said that clearly designers think that if we dress with ferocity, we'll beat the recession with shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But um, it seems kind of silly, though, to be even thinking about fashion when there's so much economic trouble. Like it really, I don't know, it seems kind of silly. Right. But um, fashion and granny panties and all of that is kind of does reflect the economy because it's all part of consumer spending. It's discretionary spending, things that we don't necessarily have to have, like we have to make mortgage payments and have to pay for our car insurance and all of that. But these um, these smaller items also reflect, the economists also pay attention to how we're treating these smaller items. And Molly, have you ever heard of the Hemline Index? Uh, I have, because I read your fascinating <laughs> article, What is the Lipstick Indicator? But you start off with this thing called the Hemline Index, which really shows how fashion and the economy are inextricably linked. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in 1926, around right before the Great Depression kicked off, an economist named George Taylor Notice that women's fashions had changed. It seemed like once the uh, the stock market crashed in 29, 
women's hemlines fell. Because if you'll remember in the Roaring Twenties, women were being a little more daring, showing a little more skin with these flappers. shorter skirts. Flappers. Don't we love them? Um, and so Taylor devised this thing called the hemline index. And he theorized that when the market rose, so did hemlines. And when they dropped, skirts fell to the floor. And it, it pretty much held up for a few decades, yeah. from what he noticed, right? And then... um you point out that in the 80s, looking at a woman's hemline might have seemed a little sexist. Yeah, a little bit. A little unnecessary. It probably stopped holding up, so economists needed something else to point to. Uh, but it was still fashion. They started looking at men's ties, mm-hmm. uh, neckties. If a man was wearing a skinny tie, it meant that market, it was bull market. Things are good. Wide ones, declining bear market. Right, but this is all still tied to fashion trends because, yeah. you know, skinny ties, a little, a little more hip in the uh in the 80s. So, you know, but this isn't the only thing that economists have tossed around like trying to look for correlations between everyday habits and the economy. Some have used the amount of snowfall on Christmas Day in Boston to predict the market for the coming year. Um, images of bears or bulls on major magazines like Time. Um, even the Super Bowl outcome has been used. I mean, these guys aren't really Completely depending on it. They're not staking all of their, all of their claims on, you know, snowfall and Super Bowl, but they're out there. But one interesting thing that maybe ladies should be particularly interested in mm-hmm. is, um, this idea that we can predict female consumer confidence by a very simple thing. And that's whether we're buying lipstick. Yeah. Uh, Molly, I myself am not a lipstick purchaser. Nor am I. I think I have one, too, but I've had since college. Right. But I will say my mom is uh, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen my mom without lipstick. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, there were, you know, sometimes money was tight growing up. But anytime she left the house, she'd always pull out and reapply. Get some lipstick out. Oh, yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm not a lipstick wearer, but there are times when, you know, things might be tough. I can't buy all that I'd like to buy at Target, but <laughs> a little tube of Vanilla chapstick might make me feel better. Yeah. So once again, it's these little discretionary items, little little pick-me-ups along the way. And consumer spending all goes into this thing called the Consumer Confidence Index. And this is something more than, you know, Super Bowl and snowballs, <laughs> snowfalls, excuse me, <laughs> that economists really do pay attention to. And the Consumer Confidence Index, which is uh, compiled by the nonprofit Conference Board, measures how confident we are, we as in you and me, average Joe, in the market. Because if we don't think the market's going to rebound much, we're going to be more compelled to save. We're not going to put much more money into the market. So if confidence is low, economists are going to take that as a cue that it's going to take a little longer for the market to rebound because there's not going to be as much um, money coming into it. And vice versa. So I guess one way they can track this is look at our discretionary spending. Mm -hmm. Things we don't need, but we buy anyway. Right. Like when the economy sours, people are going to buy more non-perishable foods. Like me, I've been buying lots of brown rice and canned vegetables, lots of beans on my table now. But when we're back in the black, it's time for fresh meat, fresh vegetables, baked goods, little, you know, little better, better fare. Restaurants? Lord willing, someday. <laughs> but the, this all comes back um, to, you know, we were talking earlier about the hemline index. Mm-hmm. 
But one thing that sort of escaped those Depression era economists was that at the same time that hemlines were rising and falling, uh, in the Depression, lipstick sales, cosmetic sales were rising 25%. Yeah. And there were also spikes during 1990 and 2001. Right, Molly. Uh, with the 2001 dip uh, following the September 11th attacks, the chairman of Estee Lauder Company's man named Leonard Lauder picked up on a spike in lipstick sales. He found that in the fall of 2001, lipstick sales jumped 11%. So he got to thinking, well, maybe, you know, women don't have enough money right now to splurge on a new wardrobe. So they're coming to the Estee Lauder counter and they're buying up more lipsticks to give a little little touch of color to those old drab clothes that they're still having to wear. So he coined the term lipstick indicator. So basically what you're saying is if I'm at the mall and I can't afford a new purse, that just a little tube of lipstick is going to make me feel better. Right. $200 purse. $30 tube of lipstick, or for me, more like $5 tube of say, lipstick. That still seems pretty high. <laughs> I know. But another reason why, you know, little things like lipstick and cosmetics might go up in, in down economies is that you get an instant gratification from it. You have to reapply your lipstick. You get to dig through your purse and find that shiny new, you know, Chanel ruby red, whatever color it is, and, you know, open it up, put it on, and then kind of get a refreshing every now and then. Right. It lasts longer as opposed to splurging on like a latte, which I might do every now and then. That's gone. Mm -hmm. But lipstick, it's your friend. It stays with you for as long as that color's in style. That is, if you if you wear lipstick, unlike me or Molly. <laughs> so we might not be experts on this, but we may not need to be because in this recent recession, lipstick is down. Like the lipstick indicator is not holding up as being the sign of, you know, how the market's doing. Yeah. The economists charted out um, the gross domestic product and lipstick sales from 1989 to 2001 and pretty much uh, put a smackdown on the lipstick indicator. They were like, there is no parallel between the two. I mean, it's one of those things like the skinny ties we were talking about. It's probably just all, it's all fashion because, you know, you've got lip glosses that might be more popular or whatever. Right. Which is actually why um, some experts are saying that maybe uh, there might be an index, which one day is a little bit more applicable to Kristen and me, because they're saying we should actually just track all beauty products mm -hmm. and not just lipstick. Because as you said, lipstick is very tied to what's in style. Um, you know, there have been years where it was doing well, even though, you know, the economy was doing well. It wasn't a very good indicator anymore. Right. It's not very reliable. And in as an example of why an overall beauty index might be a little more reliable, um, in 2008, L'Oreal posted year-over-year year sales growth of 5.3%, and that's pretty good. I mean, I don't know many companies right now that are enjoying such robust growth. Right, and if you need a new job, the number of new Avon representatives rose 5%, as did their revenue in these same time periods that you were talking about mm -hmm. with L'Oreal. So perhaps the new index will be something like the blush index, the eyeliner index. Or just the makeup index. Yeah, I mean, and you know, economists, they're going to be looking for that because they, they've got to have their cute statistics. But Molly, um, side note, yes. guess what's come back too, along with the, uh, lipstick indicator from 2001. What? There's a new necktie index. Ooh, what is it? Well, um, this is from London. Some economists think that more men are buying 
neckties and sort of like neckties are the men's lipstick. They're buying more neckties to make themselves feel a little, a little better in the office and, uh, look more professional to keep their jobs. Wow. But Molly, sadly enough, it is yet another indicator that times are tough. Times are tough. More rice is ahead in your future. At least I've got my rice cooker because I have no patience for waiting for water to boil. Well, if there are any sponsors out there, I don't have a rice cooker. (laughs) I'd love one. I'll bring you rice, Molly. But if you want to learn more about both rice cookers and recessions, you can go to HowStuffWorks.com. And if you'd like to email Kristen or me with any suggestions, ideas, or comments, you can email us at MomStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. 